Gung-ho reaction and topic taboo. Hey there, kids, it's Bollyadu. We haven't had a sponsor in a while. We haven't. But nobody ever. No one ever commented. Nobody ever commented on anything. Don't you guys know we're feedback whores? It's really depressing us. You know how much we freak out when we get, oh my freaking gosh. Have we talked about the We haven't, not we yet. We've we've been on a bit of a hiatus for yeah, a while to see if any of you guys would notice, and guess what? You haven't. Things have been a little wild in our lives. Wow, wacky, inflatable. Wild, wacky, uh, mommy. <laughs> Why do I do that? I was going to say, mommy's been through a lot of changes lately <laughs> because I'm used to talking to my kids and also I'm not going through menopause, even if it sounded like that. Mommy's going through some changes. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I mean, things have happened. Like if you look at us this time, I won't, almost last year, it's almost yeah. been a year, um, Things were different. Things were real different. Uh, everything has evolved as life is wont to do. Yep. As it shall do. Not in any bad way. No. Mm-mm. Just different. Just in different ways. Maybe even maybe change. And <laughs> mother meeper. Changes. Gung-ho reaction. The topic taboo. Hey there, kids, it's Folia Do. <laughs> I've never gotten to sing that on the air before. But you just said. My debut was less than um, groundbreaking. It was, it, it was <laughs> earth shattering. It was. It shattered something. Maybe some of the glass in this Your room. room. <laughs> I don't know. So we we decided to this is a little bit different um uh, of a folly. Mm-hmm. Good lord, Amy, learn learn to talk, and also different is not different because it's the norm. Exactly for folly to do it. Is. If we followed our own rules, that would be different. Yeah. So just expect the same old. But listen here, listen. <laughs> We've been talking and drinking for about an hour and a half, <sighs> but really our drinking. Is a beer and a half each. Yeah, a beer and a half, an hour and a half. We shouldn't really be that tipsy. No, I am, though. I am, too. Yeah. Well, we haven't had dinner yet. That's true. Well, I didn't... Yeah, I guess I had a little bit of lunch. Mm-hmm. Um, lunch seems so long ago. It really does. This Sunday has really gone on. It has. I mean... This is the day that never ended. And it's not even in a bad way. You know how some days they yeah, feel forever they because they're not on. great. But no, this is like, I had time to do extra work because I'm going out of town tomorrow. Yes. I had time to like play with the kids for a long time. We actually, this morning, like we, we all slept in. Mm-hmm. And I got up, I made Swedish pancakes, Ooh. eggs, sausage, everything. Ugh. And we, while we ate... Well, first, while I was cooking, Mac and I played Trouble. Aww. It's like our thing. Our, our, like, it's been a few weeks now, but we are obsessed with playing Trouble. And then at the dinner table, while we were having breakfast, mm-hmm. we played Trouble, like all four of us. That's idyllic. It was That's so like fun. a movie. We played it like five times yeah. and I, I lost every single game. I don't even remember how to play this Trouble. It's been so long. It's so much fun. It's so easy to catch on. Okay. And it's so freaking much fun. So if I said I wanted you to play with me, would I, would yeah. I be asking for Trouble? I will. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In more ways than one, that makes that wordplay extra clever yes it does if you ask me and i know you would i did ask you you did <laughs> implicitly with your eyeballs in no, in no way does this yawn mean i'm bored it means that i'm just a little tipsy yeah some people get sleepy when they drink i am one of those people yeah me too um it's weird though like if i go out and i drink more than i'm used to which i mean honestly i don't drink a lot no. i I've, I've never been like I've never been so drunk that I blacked out. Mm -hmm. I've never been so hungover that I even puked. Felt bad. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Really, honestly, the only times that we get tipsy anymore is on these episodes. Yeah, these episodes. Sometimes movie nights when Josh says he's going to make me a a mild cocktail and it's like half 
vodka. God knows what's in there. And then you give me a giant glass of wine. Josh tail. Josh tail. Butt tail. (laughs) Yeah, butt tail. (laughs) (laughs) We're so clever. Speaking of which, Josh is bringing me three fingers for dinner in a little bit. Yeah, Josh and I were talking. Amy was on the phone before we were recording. (laughs) And Josh pops in to be like, do you want three pieces? We Josh and I had been speaking of what I wanted for dinner, and I was like, oh, blah, blah. And he was like, do you want three pieces? Or And Amy was like, um, excuse me just a second. Three pieces of what? <laughs> and I was truly engrossed. I mean, I was talking to someone I really care about. I was engrossed in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But the, the other side of my brain saw Josh hold up fingers and knew, oh, that's my timer reminding me that I need to bring iced tea back for ransom. Well, I was like, surely when time. I said that, I was like, surely we'll be done recording in an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> or just starting in five minutes in. Wrong go, bucko. I was going to explain why this folly was different and yet the same. Yeah. Which is that we don't have the same type of something weird that we usually have this right. week. We have an entirely different hybrid of weirdness. Mm-hmm. Our Simon Says um, segment has been wildly popular. Oh, so wildly. We've heard so many good raving reviews on this. <laughs> From ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Just us and, it's back and, and forth. Like, it's it actually, really good. So that's like one less Yeah, review. Actually, yeah. Even the – I think everyone – Maybe hates it, but us. But this is our mother meeping podcast. That's right. We do what we want. That's not even true. Simon, people love you. Yeah. They don't say it because they don't say, they don't say anything. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> silent. They talk about the silent majority. Uh-huh. I think the silent majority of humankind listens to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a lot. It's a lot. Actually, I was looking at it at SoundCloud and like just SoundCloud alone, like they're a ton of people listening to us. That is true. Just on SoundCloud. And that's the one that I mainly see any analytics for. Yeah. Anna- mm-hmm. Yeah. That's correct. Uh, thank you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like analyzations. Mm-hmm. I guess that would work too. But the proper word when you're looking is analytics. Yeah. Um, is SoundCloud because that's where I post it yeah and but and and itunes doesn't give you that option to iTunes be able to view. weird with but that i did get an email not too long ago saying i think they have started something where you can view oh that so i need to look more into it but yeah we do usually have it usually says like within the last 24 hours mm-hmm. that there's been like 20 some listens which I mean, is that's quite impressive. a bit one. like if you think that 20 people are listening on SoundCloud, 20 people are listening on Stitcher, yeah. 20 are listening on iTunes, then, you know, 60 people a day is not yeah. bad. No, that's freaky. Like, that That we should – you guys should be ashamed of yourselves for encouraging us. That's yeah, you that's really a lot should. of listens. There really is. <laughs> Woo. We don't expect that much, but no. we do appreciate it. Yeah, we do. We expect more. Actually, we expect more from all of you and from ourselves. Yeah. We're constantly disappointed in a myriad of ways. Myriad is a funny word. It is. Because you can say a myriad of ways, but you can I think you can also say in myriad ways. I think I just lost her 20 listens. She's falling asleep. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I in a myriad of ways, mm-hmm. I just lost um, it's interesting. A myriad of brain cells. That wouldn't play. I said mm-hmm. something stupid. No, that's true. You didn't. Yeah. I mean, well, it's we just, don't know. It, was, it, it, it killed them because my brain isn't used to working. I haven't confirmed this either, but but I have confirmed that I taught Melody a new word on movie night. What word? Wine. But I, oh. you're you're hip to that jibe now. I am. I uh, I did not know that wine with me was a type of thing that people, you know, the youth, the youth these days say yeah. to each other. Like when things are lit, you and um, the dab is apparently done when you're dabbing. And when you're, you're lit, done dabbing, you've been you've been lit all night. I thought lit meant high. I thought so. That's from our generation. Okay. Apparently now, now it just it's means just like good, awesome, like on fire, cool, cool. Get, 
cool tonight. Yeah. Um, gonna be late tonight. No lie. I'm pretty sure we've done that at least three times. <laughs> And all our new music comes from Zumba. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, it's, it's Three Fingers. Lit. It's our three, three Fingers Josh. Our, which would be actually six. <laughs> three Finger Josh. That sounds really Why dirty. You, you can't get a girlfriend. <laughs> our Three Finger Wait, butt. I guess you wouldn't need three. <laughs> well, I mean, it could be just enough. It depends on the girl <laughs> and the fingers. Yeah. It looks like he's got food for us. So we're going to pop this. <laughs> I don't know what happened. We had a lot. Nuggets. We had a long, we had dinner and then we had a long political discussion where Josh was really intelligent yes. and then we said stuff. It's, it happens all the time. Yeah. Living with Josh is like that. And I was like, it makes me want to start a new podcast called Smart Me Up. <laughs> and then I had to come up with the least politically correct <laughs> version of the title, which was Smart My Bitch Up. Which I love. <laughs> Couldn't be happier. Listen, so people. Look for that in it's the early irony. spring 2000. Yeah, do it. The, the early um, 20s. 20s. So it's already stuff. Yeah. Josh, it's almost as if uh, if you give him any subject and he kind of pauses and smiles and you see in his eyes he that he it. has a speech prepared. He's got it. Oh, yeah. He's been <laughs> waiting for this day. <laughs> He needs a podcast. He really does. It's ridiculous. You know who doesn't need a podcast? Probably the ones who are doing it. The right likes now. of us. Yeah. But I'll tell you something. We got one, and we, we got, got your dislikes. Of us. We got your ear. We'll tell you about We're, our likes. We are in your ear. We'll tell you about our dislikes. Like, like, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy style. Like wax and uh, sound. I literally like. Your uh, medulla oblongata, huh? Medulla oblongata. What medulla. is that? Oblongata. <laughs> um, that just made me think of doulas. Oh yeah, yeah. I wanted after I had Mackie, mm-hmm. I got really. I I mean I'm sure everybody does this. And I read this book. I got mm-hmm. this book that I was reading while nursing Mackie mm-hmm. every freaking 30 minutes. Uh-huh. Um, I It was an old book, and it talked about doulas, and it talked about your birth story and how it was so important to tell your birth story. Wow. And I felt that way. Like, the way that this book described it, I was mm-hmm. like, thank you. I'm glad that this is normal. I'm glad somebody understands because all I wanted to do was, like, was tell my story of how yeah. it happened, like from when I went into labor mm-hmm. and the whole experience. And it was really important for me to do that. Mm-hmm. And it spoke about how it was really important. It Like so everybody needs somebody to be able to do that. And that's what doulas were really good for. Oh. And not only, um, you know, with midwifery. I love that. I love that you say midwifery. Thank you. Uh, it's one of the funnest words to say. It really is. Midwifery. midwifery. Let's just all say it all together. Midwifery. Um, so I it got me deciding that I wanted to be a doula Aww. after I had Mackie. I was like, I want to do that. I want to go into people's houses. Like, I want to sign up to be their doula. I want to mm-hmm. come in for weeks after they've had their child and clean their house and make sure that everything is done for them. That's so lovely. But I don't think that that's what doulas do these days. <laughs> I think um, doulas help with the, the labor and delivery. They do. So much. Yeah. I think that it wasn't always like that. No, I think, I think that, it was much more hol- uh, holistic. Yes. Yeah. It was very much like this person was here to be with you, to be your ear that's what you to need. Do what needed to be done for you. Mm-hmm. To to listen to your birthing story, to help you in the ways that you need help around your house so that you can just be there for your newborn baby. And like American culture, which is like, hey, wife, woman, mm-hmm. uh, take the baby. The husband Strap gets it onto your back. two weeks at most. Yeah. And you're supposed to lose all the weight in a month. Yeah. And you don't go back you to work in six weeks. dare act Tops. like you're tired or depressed no. or anything else no. that's normal after having a baby. 
Mm, not mm. bitter at all. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> I always thought the doula sounded like the coolest profession. Oh, me too. Like just to tell someone you're a doula, a you know. Doula. Paula Abdullah. Never mind. Oh, I... <laughs> Straight up, not sound Do you really want to have that baby? I'm kidding. I do not regret no. it. I thought I would. I honest to God, I'm going to say it. I didn't want kids. Mm-hmm. I didn't either. Hated no. the idea. Mm-hmm. Love it now. Could no. not live without it. I want another baby. Somebody seed me up. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't want another baby. I, I don't think I do. Yeah. But um, I do love being pregnant. And I do love the squirmy little newborn baby ways and the little yes. grunts and the little dark eyes <laughs> but i have a boy and a girl mm-hmm. and i want to travel the world yeah and yes ideally you have a blog and somehow endless amounts of money and your baby is perfect and you travel all over the place and your pictures are completely instagrammable mm-hmm. all the time mm-hmm. in reality i don't think it's as easy to travel the world with a small child. I don't think I so. I just don't think so. No. Plus, I'm going to have to do it in increments because I don't want to spend too much time away from Emmy and Rand. That's true. And when they're old enough, I'll take them places. Yeah. I want to take them for summers. That's my big dream. Take them to Sweden for the summer. Yes. Or take – Rand wants to go to Japan. You know, like, the, it, it's just the freaking truth. The fewer kids you have, the more mature and um, reasonable they are, the easier it's going to be to travel with them. Man, part of me doesn't want to have a kid now. <laughs> I just talked her out of it. <laughs> but think about it this way. You've only got the one. Well, no, you've got two. I've got you've two. You've got one, one by blood. Almost, I've yeah. got one by blood, and my adopted girl is very close to adulthood she is she's very close to it to where she's going to be figuring out what she wants to do with her life yeah and while i'd like for her to just go with me wherever i go um i i don't know i don't know how long she may she may not like depending on where she goes to college or we've talked about it and she wants to she's just like i am like Mm -hmm. how i was and how i I still am. I don't want to stay in one place. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be here. It's not even just one place. Like, I've just never wanted to be here. I've always felt that. From I remember at five years old, somebody coming in and talking to us about traveling abroad, Mm -hmm. studying abroad. And I said, from that day on, that's what I want to do. That's all I want to do. I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do, but I wanted to study abroad. Mm -hmm. And I did. I got to do that right out of high school, but... It wasn't enough. It didn't satisfy me. It was life-changing. Just that one thing, though, was so life-changing for you. It was. It was. It made me see, like, that I was born in the wrong place. Yeah. Well, I've always felt that I was born in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. And that's the funny thing is I don't dislike this area. Yeah, me neither. I'm thankful for – I could live here the rest of my life and be happy. Yeah. It could be so much worse. And it really is beautiful. Um Really is. Uh-huh. I mean, we've got culture coming in now. Yeah, we have a film festival. We've got art museums, and we have beautiful nature. We really do. We do. It's gorgeous. I mean, people don't understand how beautiful Northwest Arkansas yeah. is. The mountains, the Ozarks. Yeah, and people come here to visit, and they're like, "Whoa!" Yeah. I was thinking it was going to be like, you know, yeah. And there are some places. There like are that, some, but, but not this. This part of Arkansas is beautiful. No. One of the most beautiful, and one of the most cultured. Yep. Um, and so we're lucky to be here, but I still don't feel at home here. Even Same. though I was born here, I do Same. not feel at home here. Same. And you know this, and I think our listeners have heard me say it. Like, it wasn't until I stepped foot into Sweden that I – something – like, I heard this magical – ocarina playing in my ears <laughs> and i heard the macarena which is not <laughs> what you said um i don't know something happened and i've never felt i've never felt more at home as when i was in sweden mm-hmm. and i haven't felt that way since and it's not you know anything that anybody could do or has done it's just something that i've felt and something that i've longed for and i don't feel like i'll ever live my best life yeah. unless I'm in, until I'm there. Mm-hmm. 
And I think that's completely legitimate. And I don't think you'll regret it one little bit. Me neither. I mean, I think about like Julia Child and France, Ugh. you know, like she is one of those people. She wasn't, she didn't move there until she was past 40. Mm-hmm. And she came home and had an awakening. She didn't cook before then. Like yes, she barely knew which it. Which is crazy. I know. So, you know, people, <laughs> just because you're whatever you think that because you're in your 30s or 40s, that you can't change your life. It's not true. It you it's true if you believe it to be. Yeah, exactly. And if you are set in your ways that it, that that's just how it has to be. It's not how it has to be. That's the only reason that people end up dissatisfied with their lives mm-hmm. is because they like convince themselves and I I feel like I'm lecturing right now, but as somebody who has never been like a regular exerciser, for instance, yeah. and who was always a little bit, like, curvier than I wanted to be, never felt as fit. Mm-hmm. Um, now I'm like, oh, my gosh, I closed my mind yeah. to the idea that I could enjoy that stuff, Yes, that I could actually do it. I thought it was just some people did that some kind of thing. Some people were born with that feeling of yeah. wanting to be able to, and some people weren't. Yeah, and some – yeah, and and then I realized, wait a second – you don't have to just let things take their toll. Yeah. You push push just a little bit and see what happens. Exactly. And what's right for you may not be right for everybody else. Just like, you know, for me before, same same exact thing. I was I thought of working out as being like running, lifting weights, mm-hmm. doing weird aerobics, and all of that bored me. Yeah. But then I found dancing Mm -hmm. and was like holy crap and now i have opened my mind and then you yeah things but but you know you have to get your foot in the door that i thought i'm just not that person Mm -hmm. it's just not who i am i'm just not a you know physically motivated person yeah and now i can't handle it if i don't if I don't work out. Same here. And like, I remember just the other night, this woman comes up to me. It still freaks me out when, when people do this. And she's like, you have got moves. Like you are such a good dancer. And I was like, really? I have, I've only ever danced in the last three to four years of my life. And she looks at me like you're, you're lying right now. That's not possible. And I'm like, no, I really got to find that thing that you love and then yeah. everything goes into it. So don't think that like just because you haven't put the time in. Yeah. That you can't be you can't be good at something or you can't change somehow that you want to change. Yes. I guess this is our motivational speech. This is I don't know. We've gone from. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're sometimes when we do tipsy follies, we're really ridiculous. This we're in the we're profound place. And profound. We went ridiculous before we started recording yes. and we've gone to the other side of it now. We're we on the downhill. Putting on lipstick, certainly. <laughs> we were talking about. We were giving each other advice on lipstick. Eating celery. <laughs> that's when things were silly yeah but now we're definitely not that nope (laughs) um (laughs) the conversation all that to say that i guess what i did (laughs) <laughs> what did you do well since we're on the topic mm-hmm. i finally signed up to get my certification oh my gosh yes we to have to talk about this a zumba instructor so somebody i still don't know who uh somebody who loves you you know and it's well, not me. me it sounds like i'm taking credit for it it was totally not me um they invested in part of my uh, training certification fund gave Amy $100 to give to me mm-hmm. to put towards my training certification, which I will be doing in March. And it was basically like God being like poking you in the forehead yeah, and like, being like, this. I've had people. You're not going to say no. For a while. You mm-hmm. and I have talked about, you know, from the beginning, mm-hmm. wanting to have a class together eventually. Yes. And I've had people like, when are you going to be an instructor? Yada, yada, yada. And 
and I finally decided to like, just mm-hmm. do it. And I'm so excited. And we have to have a class. We have to. We're all die. We're. I feel like um, we're being led there. It, I do by, too. It's, it's it's hilarious, really. It is. We had a, just like you said. Girl came up to you and was like, mm-hmm. "I got the moves." Yesterday in class, after, like, I took a bathroom break. Girl came with me, like, was going before me. And when we got out, she was like, when are you going to be an instructor? I love <laughs> – you have got all the moves. I watch you. Like, when I can't see the instructor, I, like, hone in on where you are. And then I was telling her when I was getting certified and that you and I, you know, talking to her about how you and I were wanting to do a class. And she was like, oh, my God. I love you and I love Amy so much. I would, f- my friend and I are obsessed with you and we would follow, we would fight for you and we would follow you wherever you have a class. And that's just jaw dropping to us. Yes. Like we, we've been wanting to do this and we'll do it regardless, but to have that kind of feedback. To know that somebody's like, hey, we, yeah. I mean, you're an instructor. Mm-hmm. You sub these classes and mm-hmm. I'm so just like, it does, I'm like, it doesn't even register in my brain that I could do what you do up there, what Amy does up but there. But she is. The funny thing is she is doing it. She's doing it every single class. Well, And I she mean, doesn't realize that people no. are watching her until they tell her. Until they say it. And then I'm a little <laughs> self-conscious. Like, I remember, though. I remember you going, like, being in the back of the room and then moving up a little bit and then sending me a message saying, gosh, I love it so much. And, and I was like, and, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, get in the front row. And you were like, are you kidding me? Could never and I do was, that. And then I said, mark my words. You're going to – because and the, I wasn't just saying this. I don't say this to everybody. But I saw her and the progress she was making, mm-hmm. how quickly she caught on and how much she loved it. And I was like, you're going to be an instructor. You did so soon too. Yeah. And you were like – you you said, I could never do that. Um, I can't even imagine it. Yeah. Yeah. And I would send you little stupid videos of me dancing in my front room <laughs> and be like, what about this? This is so funny, huh? Mm-hmm. And – Thank you. Thank you for seeing that and for encouraging me and for spawning it. I know. I spawn a lot. Um, I like to think that at least it tips the scales to positive, the things that I spawn. Yes. Um, If I – yeah. Yeah. Like Ransom and Imogen. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going there, but yes. Yes. Um, One of them is going to do a lot of good in the world. The other one is going to have an impact. Going to do a lot of the world. <laughs> no, that doesn't sound right. That's not what I meant. No. She's going to have an impact on this planet. Yes. And I, for that, I am proud. As you should. Be. Yeah. I'm like one of those cult leader moms who's yes. like, my daughter. But did you see uh, how many you see how many? Uh, yeah. She's a special person. She- I always knew she was. <laughs> she's born to be. It's true. Yeah. Um, should we discuss? Do we have anything to discuss before we go into this? I feel like we've covered most everything. Yeah. Um, I will say that I am revisiting our the side of our um ghost pirate sighting um i'm gonna go to eureka oh that's right yeah i'm taking a little eureka trip um if some of you remember that i (laughs) seem to have had some kind of paranormal experience going down a flight of stairs eureka is called the city of staircases are you gonna go to that are you guys gonna do a ghost tour um, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to do a ghost tour. Okay. I do know that I'm going to find that staircase. Yes, you have to. Um, and we're pretty sure we chalked it up to vertigo. Yeah. That the reason that I felt that I was being tugged to out. one side. But I'm going to go back and yeah. revisit it. So I will report back on that. Please do. And I'm a little pissed off at you for going. I wish you could I'm go miss too. You. You're not going to be there for Zumba. I know. I'll only I'm only going to be gone one night, and it feels like. I don't know. It feels like every every night in the world. You know. <laughs> but I'm happy about it. And I'm going to bring you back a worry stone. Because yes, there are a lot you. of hippies in this town. <clears throat> There's one place in particular that has these stones that I love. And every time I go in, I remi- I'm reminded of my grandma's old worry stone. And I wish that I had got a worry stone every single time I go. And I don't. 
and I want you to bring it home. She's getting back. she's getting one. We yeah. we're done bringing it home. Bring that. It's been home. waiting for you. It's been hanging out in that little bin. It's just I can feel it like pulsating. Yeah, me. I can feel it too. Ooh, 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 ooh. so this episode as we said was going to be a little bit different we are doing just just as simon says yeah because we felt that it needed its full length yeah uh let's dub in simon's something what simon says yes so this is what simon says hi yeah so last week i tried to do something to get me out of this commitment but i guess i failed and uh, just a quick note on that I think I at least tried to say 15 seconds I assumed that you heard 50 Uh, and I'm sorry if I talked slurry uh, but all the more fun for me (laughs) so this week I thought that we would try to get your listeners a bit more involved in this um What I want you to do is to tell two short stories of something that's happened to you, like something weird or unlikely. And uh, one of them should be true, and one should be just completely made up. And uh, we'll let your listeners decide which one they think is true, and which one is just a lie. Uh, So if you are listening to this, uh, get on Facebook, and uh, Simon says guess so we each have prepared a story prepared may be um, a strong (laughs) word to use in this case but yes we have stories in mind we have stories in mind Um, one will be true one will be false and one of us always tells the truth one of us always lies (laughs) I tell the truth he Uh, always lies (laughs) oh what a lie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it never doesn't happen. No. Mm-hmm. Um. So. So how should we do this? Josh thinks that we should do it to where one of us tells both of our stories, uh-huh. and then the other one tries to decide Ooh. whether it's a truth or a lie, uh-huh. which one was a truth or a lie, and then the other one goes and decides. But from the way that Simon said it, he makes it sound like. The listeners are supposed to decide. Well, here's what we can do. We can do both, Josh and Simon, Mm -hmm. by doing this. We can guess, but the other person is not going to say whether we're right or wrong. Okay, that's a good idea. But we will have our guesses on record. Okay. Okay. Good idea. And then we'll take a poll. We'll try to get people involved in our Facebook yes. group. I hope you guys listen. There was a time when you guys were very involved in our mm-hmm. Facebook group. And then I think we've talk about, talked about this it's quite a bit. It's our fault. We haven't uh, been. Yeah. We used to post really intriguing um, things and thought-provoking discussions. Yeah. Now it's just um, it's most, up. It's mostly tumbleweeds in there. Yeah. 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 But, you know, it'd be nice if you guys took the reins because we're recording this podcast. We're doing the brunt work. Yeah. <laughs> we're taking the brunt of the grunt work. Exactly. Thank Brunt, grunt. Yes. Thank, yes. Thank you. You're you're welcome. And you are so welcome. And I'm the only one you should thank because I'm the only one doing any work around here there. besides you. I know. So who wants to go first? I don't want to go first, but that doesn't mean I won't. I can go first. Who should go first? Should we take turns? I, instead of each telling two two stories in a row, we should probably decide this idea. before we That's were recording. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so this first story I'm going to tell mm-hmm. is one of, oh uh, gosh, what was it? Two... So we have in this town in Bentonville, uh, we have a film festival, which is awesome. It's called BFF. It's the Bentonville Film Festival. Gina Davis herself. Who is ethereally beautiful at any age. I don't know how old she is, but she's, oh my gosh. It's ridiculous. She's in her 60s, isn't she? Yeah. She'll make you feel disgusting just standing next to her. Oh my God. Well, if you don't know who she is, you're dumb. 
If you, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just look her up. Beetlejuice. Yeah, and on. a million other things, but Beetlejuice yeah. is my favorite. Like two. A league of their own. Um, so she was in town. She's in town every year for the film festival. And it was the second year that it was going on. So I think it was two years ago. Um, <clears throat> we went to a restaurant called Flying Fish here in town it's really delicious it is my son mac he takes drum lessons and he used to take guitar lessons and he had just finished a guitar lesson so he had his little acoustic guitar strapped to him um because it's right the flying fish is right next door to where we take our lessons the film festival is going on and so it's packed as can be it gets crazy it does get crazy and mackie's just the cutest little shit that ever lived (laughs) and we notice that gina davis is there like you you try to stay cool Mm -hmm. in these situations but Whatever. How can you? We did stay cool, but she was there. She's eating. <clears throat> As I mean, in those time, in that time, like when there's the uh, what is it for the Walmart, the shareholders? Yeah, a lot of times there are a lot of like pretty famous people mm-hmm. walking through Bentonville on like our first Fridays and yeah, stuff. Yeah, we've, we've had Tom Cruise, Will Ferrell, yeah. um, all kinds. Drew Barrymore mm-hmm. and uh, Meteor Guitar is kind of like. It's one of those places where a lot of these people end up going because they have a lot of old, um, interesting instruments and stuff there. So anyway, Gina Davis, she's at Flying Fish eating and we get through the line. We find our seat where we sit down. Mackie has his little acoustic guitar sitting there. We eat. And we noticed that she had looked over a couple times and she's a kind of smile, like her sweet smile at Mac. And um, we're trying to explain to Mackie who she is because he's seen both Beetlejuice multiple times Mm -hmm. and League of Their Own. Um, And so he's like a little bit starstruck. But as she's getting ready to leave, she comes up to her table and she asks. Mac like she starts a conversation with him um if that's his guitar and we let her know that yes he takes um lessons with Wes at Meteor and she's like you know she knows who they are she's been you know she visits Meteor every time that she's there um and she asked if he could play anything and he did oh my gosh yeah he played a Beatles song in the middle uh, like, he was super shy about it, oh. but it was so cute. He played what he knew, and it was really good. I mean, he he was pretty darn good at the guitar while he was practicing. Um, But so he played in the middle of Flying Fish. That's unbelievable. That's she, crazy. I know. She took a picture with him, and she recorded just a little bit of him playing it. Oh, my as gosh. Well. Um, that made her night. It did. I guarantee you it did. And it was super exciting, and we loved it very much. So Gina Davis has, possibly still has, a little picture of her and Mackie. I bet she does. I bet she watches it every time she's sad. I know. I would. Yeah. It was so good. Come on, Gina Davis. Actually, I think that we ought to, at the end, tell Mm -hmm. which one is real and which one is fake. Yeah, maybe so. Kind of talk about it and it'd be yeah we'll give people like a we'll do a little jeopardy song or something where people can think within their own heads but not yet (laughs) right now it's your turn okay so something that you may or may not know about me Mm -hmm. i think you do is that i've always been obsessed with movies yeah yeah, i got it from my dad I was his youngest daughter and his last chance at having a child who was really into movies. Mm-hmm. So he would take me to movies all the time. He we we talk about directors and we talk about, you know, acting and story and like just, you know, break down what was good, what worked, what didn't, whatever. We loved it. So I got to the point where I wanted to become a movie director. Mm-hmm. And they gave my parents actually gave me their old video camera. Mm. So I did all kinds of stuff. I went through a very, <laughs> very embarrassing phase where I wanted to make music videos. <laughs> and I w- But I didn't know how to edit. So what I would do, <laughs> what I would do is I would come up with these ideas. 
And I would film, but it was just my little teeny bopper friends and I like dancing. Sometimes I would do artsy stuff. Like one time I sprayed them with the hose, <laughs> like, but they were like rolling around. Like, I guess we thought we were sexy. I mean, we were like 13. Um, and then this is so weird. I would play the footage back on the television. Mm-hmm. This is my little innovative idea. Then I would refilm it while playing music. And then you have a music video, right? Yes. I mean, I couldn't really edit it. I just had to go with whatever shots I had taken. Yeah. But it worked. And we have God knows where we have all these tapes. I, <laughs> If I find them, I will burn them. Um, but I also got to the point where I wanted to make movies. Mm-hmm. And I really liked – I've always, when it comes to writing or quote unquote directing, whatever, I tend to go a little dark. Yeah. So my parents live in this old – my parents at the time live in this old house, and my dad still lives there now. It was built in, like, 1902. Mm-hmm. And I was going to do a ghost story. So I have, like, kind of a loose script for my friends to follow. And um, one scene is going to take place on the second floor on the roof. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have seen my dad's house, you can step out from the second floor right onto the roof. Oh. It's not even like a balcony or a veranda. You're literally on the roof. Yeah. There's no railing or anything. Well, I decide to film out there. And as I am filming, I'm walking backwards, <laughs> really into my shot of the night sky. And all of a sudden, there's nothing underneath me. <gasps> and... The next thing I know, I wake up and I'm lying on the ground in the yard, like on the grass. And I don't really like, I don't remember even being in pain really. Um, but I remember like my friends screaming and my dad being like, don't look at your leg. Don't look, just look, just look at me. Mm. Um, then I remember like flashes, you know, like being in an ambulance. And waking up in the hospital and, like, like doctors, like, trying to talk to me. And then, like, suddenly, like, feeling a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And apparently, I'd fa- obviously, I had fallen off the roof. Um, <laughs> and I guess, like, there was a bone sticking out of my leg. Oh. And I'm so glad I never saw it because I'm so squeamish. Yeah. So, like, I was in a cast for months after that. Yeah. And here's the crazy thing, though. The video camera survived. Like, I guess it's because I was holding it and I kind of fell, like, the way I fell, like, a little bit on my back. Um, And because I wasn't expecting it, maybe Mm -hmm. I didn't brace myself for the fall, which maybe means that, like, I didn't get hurt as badly. Like, that could kill somebody. Yeah, it could. So somewhere out there... There is that video, and mm. I have no idea where it is. We have to find it. We have to find it. We have to find it. Yeah. And we're going to po- post it on the Facebook page if we ever do. Yes. That's the only one that I won't burn because there, there's a lot of me before. I mean, I already don't – I don't consider myself a good dancer now, despite people mistake my enthusiasm for skill. <laughs> but I promise you, back then, I was not a good dancer. <laughs> but I did a lot of dancing Ugh. on camera. We need that. Yeah. We need that. The world needs mm-hmm. that. Yeah, we do. I love it. Story number two. Okay, story number two. So my second story is about – Um, it's it didn't happen to me, but it happened to my grandpa and my grandmother. Mm. So in, I would – the late 40s, I would say 47 or 48 – uh, my grandma and grandpa were in Alma, Kansas, and they had their first son, uh, my Uncle Roy. He was about 18 months old. Um, it's f- funny. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. No, go. I, it's funny to think of an 18-month-old named Roy. It's a different time. It you is. never hear Roy yeah. anymore. Yeah. It's an old name. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, so, and it's not short for anything. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. What would Roy be short? Leroy? Delroy? It was just McElroy? McElroy. <laughs> um, so, they go to this bank in Alma. Uh, my grandmother and my uncle were in the car and waiting in the car. And my grandpa goes into the bank. Um, he's doing his business. And all of a sudden, <laughs> he's doing 
business. (laughs) 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 Sorry. Oh, shit. Um, He is doing whatever he's got to do. And um, he hears everybody get down. Everybody get on your, you know, get on the floor. um, Face down. Everybody do the dinosaur. Um, And my grandpa is pissed. Oh, my gosh. He's like, hell no. You're not going (laughs) to. Hell no. You're not going to make me get on the ground. Wow. These guys have guns. So he goes ahead and does it. Mm -hmm. Um, He gets on the ground. The guys, they're seven bandits. Oh, my gosh. They do what they, you know, they, they rob the place. They do their business. They do their business. And as soon as they walk out the door. My grandpa jumps up and says, do you guys have a gun to the bank teller? And they said, yes. They hand over their gun. Oh, my gosh. My grandpa runs out the door, gets in the car with his wife (gasps) and 18-month-old baby (gasps) and chases these seven freaking burglar, burglar, bandit robber, bank robbers. Holy moly. Chases them through the dirt ass roads of kansas oh my god my grandma's panicking because she's like you're gonna kill us and you're you know you're gonna kill me and your child <laughs> you got a gun and baby roy and you're chasing you down seven me and baby roy seven bank robbers seven <laughs> and so he drops him off he drops my grandma and and her baby off at a farmhouse a random ass farmhouse. They're not from Alma, Kansas. He doesn't know people. Drops them off. Proceeds to chase these guys down. Oh my gosh. They shoot. They're shooting at him the whole time. Oh, oh my gosh. They all have guns. He has one gun. <clears throat> They're shooting at him the whole time. They shoot through the windshield. Hit his rearview mirror. Oh. It go the bullet goes through the mirror and shrapnel from the mirror goes into his neck. Oh my gosh! Um, <clears throat> he's still chasing them down. <laughs> he gets them, finally gets them pulled over, and somehow him and his like people wonder how the hell I can like I'm sweet, but when mm-hmm. I'm pissed, when you piss me off, like oh yeah, my eyes. People are scared of just they that get clear alone. and you're like, uh, uh-uh, no, you push me too far. Yeah, my face does something completely yeah. different than mm-hmm. normal, and I would assume <laughs> I can see it that I got it from him mm-hmm. and or my grandmother, my grandma. I could see that too. Mm-hmm. Um, but so he gets these seven bandits down and waiting for. The police to show up mm-hmm. to arrive to the field. He had them down in a field, all waiting. And when the police got there, they got them all and took them off. That to jail. is unbelievable. So they his, would have gotten away with it if it weren't for him. I know his. Uh, they had there was a write up about it all in the newspaper, and oh there was a little museum in the town of Alma, Kansas. And the gun that he used <gasps> that he had got from the bank. Um, <clears throat> that he used to chase him down with, um, and stop them is was I don't know if it still is. I should research this, but was in that museum for years and years and years, um, along with the the write up of him and the story of him catching these seven guys. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I know. It's like it's so awesome because it turned out so well. Yeah, because like, it could have been. It could have been horrible. Like, how pissed was your grandmother? And also how proud. Like, if I were in her shoes. Also, what if he forgot where he dropped her off? (laughs) What if he dropped her off at, like, some serial killer's house? I mean, what are the chances? Like, the bandits go to jail, but (laughs) But grandma and Uncle Roy get murdered. Yeah, and eaten. Whatever. Um, Yeah, I think if I were her, I would be so torn. Because I'd be, like, I'd be so mad. Yeah. But I'd also be, like, you are so sexy right now. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, they did have four more children after that, so well, I think I think so. I think it worked, and obviously, they only made their marriage stronger. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, okay, that kind of on the note of guns. Mm-hmm. Um, my next story is 
that both my sisters mm-hmm. have been in situations where they were almost murdered <gasps> or in danger of being murdered. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. Um, the first one, I'll, I'll go in chronological order. Okay. So when we were kids, um, it was in the eighties, right? Early eighties, early nineties. Um, parents thought it was fine to leave their kids home alone while they went and did stuff. There was a day where we all decided to go to the lake and we, what, that's what we would do in the summer. We would just go hang out all day at Beaver Lake Mm -hmm. and, Roll around on the grass, play volleyball, swim, whatever. My oldest sister, who couldn't have been more than like <laughs> 10 maybe, um, decided she didn't want to go. And so my mom was like, okay, fine. You can stay home. You know, we've got sandwich stuff in the fridge. You can mm-hmm. watch the Brady Bunch. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and that was normal. It was fine. Well, we came home at the end of the day and we found out that she had almost gotten kidnapped. <gasps> so... Here's the other thing that parents did in the 80s. They didn't know they were not supposed to do. They bought me and my sisters all matching vintage. They're not vintage now. They were normal then. Um, vintage, I can't stop saying it. Cheerios t-shirts. Vintages. So it was this thing where. Cheerios? Yeah. On the box of Cheerios, they had a thing where you could mail in uh-huh. this little cardboard thing. And you get it. And buy a t-shirt and like have your name specially printed on it. Yeah. For whatever reason, we really wanted you them. We had to have it. We had, we all had to have them. So we each had one. And my parents would put us all in them when they would go out to like, you know, traveling and stuff. Because they could spot us easily. <laughs> so we all had these bright yellow Cheerios t-shirts with our <laughs> names on the back of them. Well, we wore them around the neighborhood a lot, right, too? So this guy knocks on the door. I guess he noticed that my sister is home alone. And he says, hi, Wendy. Um, I was sent here to babysit you. Mm. And all you need to do is, like, get in my car. Your dad knows all about it. Whatever. Um, he was fully ready to kidnap her. And, I mean, if you're going to get in the car with somebody who's going to do something like that, um, you're probably never getting out again. No. I mean, honestly. Um, so he must have been watching. And he must have noticed that she was home alone he had seen her name on her shirt and she thankfully had the presence of mind to like i guess maybe the screen door was locked or something she went and said okay let me just call with call my dad and make sure Mm -hmm. i'm gonna call him at work right now and so she she like locks the door goes to the phone next thing she knows the guy's running down the street so I guess he panicked oh and he realized he was going to be found out. Thank God he, like, didn't force his way into the house. Did he ever get caught? So, no. We came back. And I remember it being reported. I remember, like, my mom freaking out. I remember police, like, cop cars circling the neighborhood because there was – Wendy gave a description of the guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they ever found him. That's freaky AF. Yeah. Because that guy knew who she was. Yes. Knew her by name. Mm-hmm. And never was caught. I know. And you know, someone who does something that sick and tries to catch capture a child like Goes that. Goes to the next kid. He's going to try it again. Yep. I know. It's so scary. Um, so when my other sister almost died or was in mortal danger was in college. Um, she she I was younger. Mm-hmm. So like I hadn't started going to college yet. She just started. Um, all of a sudden on the news, we hear that there's an active shooter up at the University of Arkansas and I start freaking out and my parents are like, Amy, I know it's really scary, but like, it's a big campus. Like chances are they're not in the same building, whatever. We need more details, whatever. Um, but I'm like super attached to my sister. So I'm like losing my shit, Mm -hmm. like crying already, whatever. Then they give out a little more information and say that the person is in Kimple Hall, which was where my sister was taking English classes at that time. Mm So I freak out even more. This is where the news, like, they start reporting, like, there is a hostage situation, whatever. I don't think I've ever been so scared in my life for for somebody I loved. Mm-hmm. Um, and it turned out later that she was in the building when this happened. Mm-hmm. But the news reported it wrongly. The person was actually only after one other person. 
their professor. <gasps> they were upset with their professor because they did not recommend them for this guy did not recommend him for a graduate program. Mm-hmm. So he murdered him. You're kidding. Yeah, he murdered him. He shot him in the head. Yeah. <gasps> and my sister was in the building when it happened. Oh, my God. Yeah, she got escorted out. Thank God, like, I mean, it's horribly tragic as that is, like, that he didn't go and, like, randomly shoot a lot of like, people. Just a also, shit ton of people because he was mad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I think he killed himself as well. Really? Yeah. So, um, yeah, those are the cases where both my sisters <sighs> – we're in really scary, like, television-level scary situations. Oh, my God. That's so scary. Mm-hmm. <sighs> and now we've told our stories. So do we guess? I think we do. Should we do the Jeopardy song? Do, 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 I bet you our younger listeners don't even know what they that have is. Zero clue. <laughs> um, so, okay, do you want to guess mine first, or do you yes. want to guess yours first? Okay, first I want to give you kudos because both of them are great stories that I enjoyed listening Thank to. Thank you. And I think that um, both of them are believable. Yes. But the reason I'm going to guess mm-hmm. that the second one. Is the true one. Uh Uh-huh. Is because I know how crazy your family is. (laughs) (laughs) That's – it's so true. Man, it would have been so much more believable had I said that (laughs) – Honestly, your first story is more believable, but I still think the second one is true. It's so funny. Um, Well, I'll go ahead and tell you whether it was true or not by showing you this. (gasps) Oh my gosh, that's the mirror that got shot. Yes. That's so fucking cool. <gasps> it has a bullet hole. Oh my gosh, that is so cool that you have that. Is that not amazing? I am holding the rear view mirror with the bullet hole right now. Yeah. This is unbelievable. Isn't that insane? We They've have to take a picture to with have it. This. They've wanted uh, that museum oh asked to have this gosh. very thing. I don't blame them. Um, so yes, that is the truth. The the one about my grandma, my grandpa <laughs> holding down seven bandits, uh, like chasing them down, is true. Uh, the Gina Davis one is a mixture of two stories mm. that are both true. So Gina Davis did come in to the. Um, That's the best way to tell a lie. Yeah. Um, Mackie was taking guitar lessons. She did come in and listen to him play guitar. <gasps> I didn't know Meteor. that. Yep. And then another time we went to Flying Fish after guitar practice and he had his guitar with him. And another table of um, some older, like three older couples, uh, they just were going like crazy over Aww. him. And they asked him if he could play a song. And he did. He played a Beatles song. Aww. And... um. And they loved it. Like, in the middle of Flying Fish, little – I think he was probably six years old. Six-year-old Mackie played a full song for them on the acoustic acoustic guitar, and they were just, like, in tears. Oh. They loved him so much. So both of them are uh, – you know, both of those stories are true combined to one. But the true, true one was of my grandpa. I love – I love all the stories. And I also brought out something I didn't know. What? Which was that Gina Davis heard him play in Meteor. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. I know. Um, I also, with the other – the grandpa story, the real story, mm-hmm. I called my mom this, uh, this morning to make sure that I had all the facts right. Mm-hmm. And I had – I realized that I had two stories combined of <laughs> – things that had happened kind of similarly with my grandparents. Mm -hmm. Um, So I had thought that my grandma chased down with my grandpa, (laughs) Uh chased down these bandits, and that um, at the end they were like, take us in. She's the scariest old bat that ever lived. (laughs) What happened there was that another time, so my grandma and my grandpa owned um, a truck stop and cafe in um like on old route 66 in avila missouri mm-hmm. and my grandmother was um what was supposed to be home alone like running the cafe and everything my grandpa was i think he was supposed to be in pennsylvania mm-hmm. um getting propane or something but he was still in town mm-hmm. and 
he had seen that there was some suspicious activity at Mm -hmm. the cafe. Um, And so he called my grandmother and let her know that something was going on. She went out. There were five guys trying to break into the cafe. Oh, my god! So her house is like like maybe maybe 200 feet, 100 feet from Uh um, the cafe. It was like Uh on the same land property. Um, So she went out with a shotgun and came up behind them and was like, what the hell do you think you're doing? Oh, my gosh. And she has them all, like, scared to death. <laughs> they had they said that they had guns, too, but she was like, mine's bigger. Do you want to, like, do you want to measure it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so she calls the, the sheriff. Mm-hmm. He comes, gets them, and they they were willingly, like, let's get the hell out of here. That lady was like at the end when they were questioned, Mm -hmm. they were like, she was the scariest old lady. She was at least seven foot tall. (laughs) She was scary as hell. We'd rather be in jail any day than to deal with that lady again. (laughs) The funny thing is my grandma didn't even break five foot tall. Oh my gosh. She was was tiny, (laughs) but she was a little spitfire Mm. and I would be scared of her too. Like gun or not. I think I would would have been terrified of her. Come to find out there were two other guys. So there, she had like detained five of them. Oh my! But gosh. there were two other ones sleeping in the car. Like it had gone on so long that they had fallen asleep in the car. They were like the getaway, <laughs> and um, yeah. So I had those two mixed up, but you come from some way, badass roots. I come from some weird ass yes roots. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <sighs> also, you want to hear something weird? Yes. You say cafe uh-huh. and propane. Pro, propane. Say propane. Pro- Propane. Propane. I say cafe and propane. Really? We reverse it. Cafe. Propane. Cafe. Propane. Oh, that's so weird. It is. I kept hearing it. Wonder why. Where do those? I know that. You I don't, say cafe. So I say cafe. My family has always called it the cafe. Like, uh, I mean, in the time that I've been alive, there the cafe has never been opened. Mm-hmm. But they always said. Um. Oh yeah. If you want that, it's in storage in the cafe, or you know, we're gonna yeah. go check out the cafe, mm-hmm. um, or I'm gonna go play in the cafe. But I don't know if now, if I were to say that we're going to a cafe, yeah, I think I would say we're gonna go to the cafe downtown. Oh, but theirs was always the but cafe. Theirs was the cafe because ah, everybody said cafe. That's so funny. Yeah. I don't know. I need to and say And then propane. Because like I say, I put propane. the emphasis on the first syllable. You put the propane. emphasis on the second. Propane. In both. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Crazy. Crazy. Okay. I want to guess yours now. Okay. Okay. So I know that you did make music videos. Yes, that's true. Um, but I think that we've had the discussion before that you've never broken a leg. Yes. You've never broken a bone. So, but as crazy as the other two are, like, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Like, that, the second one has to be true, right? The second one's true. I'm dumb. Like, the whole time I was listening, I was like, she hasn't had a broken leg. I know she hasn't had a broken leg. But at the same time, like, I cannot believe that somebody did that to her, that did that to Wendy, like, mm-hmm. specifically at, Knew who she was. Like, yes. she was – that's so scary. She was targeted. And then – oh, that's so scary. Like, that – I can I still know. remember how I I've felt. I've never heard – I didn't ever – I mean, I didn't live here. Mm-hmm. I guess if I were younger and I lived here, I would know mm-hmm. the story of that professor being killed. But I've never heard it. Yeah, that. it was before I met you. So, yeah, it was Gosh. when you were not living here. I just remember – because the way the news was reporting it, too, it sounded like that the student had, like – a like a whole classroom of well, other students other hostages. and like it was around the time of a lot of other school yeah. shootings and oh my gosh oh that's terrifying it's so tragic yeah the um so the truth in the first story mm-hmm. is that i did dream of being a director yes i did make horrible music videos <laughs> i did almost fall off the roof <laughs> I was walking backwards and all of a sudden I felt air under one of my feet and I barely caught myself. Oh, thank God. (laughs) 
<laughs> it's almost like you were still in suspense. I was. <laughs> I'm like, I know you didn't know, but it would have been bad. It would have oh, been yeah, real it bad. Been. It was. It's quite far off the ground. <laughs> I probably would have died. That's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah, Ooh. and I've never. That leads to the next fun fact, which is that I've never broken a bone. I haven't either. I've never even had stitches other than childbirth. I've never had wow. stitches before. I got bitten by a dog and had stitches on my face. Oh. Yeah. I know. Bullshit. <laughs> I know. It was real scary. Ugh. And that, I actually mixed part of that story in with this one because I did black out when the dog bit me. Oh, and I remember, so like, waking up barely on the way to the hospital and just a little bit while oh. I was in the hospital. And that's all I remember. Oh, that's the scariest. Yeah. I had a dog um, attack me once. Oh, and I it's terrifying. It was Kong. <laughs> it was a Rottweiler. Oh. And it was like my neighbor across the street's dog. Mm-hmm. And that's some scary shit. It's, I they could kill you. I was terrified of dogs. Up until even I got Jake, mm-hmm. I was scared of dogs. And Jake is so freaking huge, which is yeah. insane. And then I started, I realized that dogs, like, it doesn't, ha- they don't have to no. be violent. Um, and I yeah. Ended up training dogs for a couple of years. Like, oh, I love wow. that so, so much. Yeah, most dogs are super safe. Like, mm-hmm. I have a huge dog, and he's completely safe. Yeah. I'm sure there are a lot of Rottweilers that are also safe. Oh, yeah. Um, But, yeah, I still – like, you hear enough stories about any kind of dog for whatever reason. Yeah. I'm no expert in why these things happen. Um, Attacking a child, yeah. and it's really scary. What kind of dog attacked you? Do you know? It was a small dog. <laughs> but they do – I mean, yeah. they have – like, they yeah. are – the big dogs may have, like, a really um, powerful mm-hmm. jaw. Yeah. But those little dogs can tear you up fast. Yeah. Like tiny-ass razor-sharp teeth. That's what happened. I was – I accidentally stepped on its foot. Oh, no. And, and I was, like, wanting to pet it. Yeah. And it just leaped up and bit my face. Oh. Thank God it didn't take my eye out. No joke. You know. <laughs> I'm so glad we're alive. I'm so glad. It makes me so sad, but I, I love you, and I'm so glad that you're alive. I like you, and that's another reason I'm glad you're alive. And I care about you, and that's also the reason why I'm glad you're alive. Yeah, and I really think it's because of that I need to tell all your friends. That I like on game. Yes. Yes. And, you know, because I love all of you guys. Mm-hmm. Bye. Yeah, and please wave when we wave and know that if you are a bank robber, even if you wave, we're still going to chase you down. Oh, God, yeah. With a gun. And we're going to also post that awesome, awesome ass picture of that rear view mirror with a bullet hole. Seriously. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen in real life. For real. Love you, bye. Okay, love you, bye. Mm.